I just made an egg salad sandwich last night. How'd that go? It was so dope. Egg I... salad is like, when I think about it, it makes me think of like, na- it's like gross and nasty, but every time I've eaten it, it's pretty good. I think it's one of those really underrated shitty foods. Yeah. For yeah. Sure. Like, like definitely like, like ramen level. I'm a, I'm a huge fan. Yeah. Welcome to another episode of Lit for Lakers. I'm your host, Jess, and I'm joined, as always, by my co-host, Travis. What's up? So, it's been about a week since our last episode, and boy, has a lot happened. (laughs) Uh, The draft went down, um, all sorts of LeBron rumors, all sorts of Paul George rumors, Space Jam, Oklahoma <laughs> yeah. City, Kawhi, and I, and, and and then there's Lonzo. So we if we've got look, a lot you, to cover, huh? If you go in the Guinness Book of World Records and look up the longest running rumor, it's Space Jam too. <laughs> Absolutely, but it actually seems like it's going to happen. Uh, well, of course it will. No, but like there's a trailer coming out soon. Oh, really? Yeah, that broke that broke earlier. Uh, I think it was a, it was a few days ago. I just found this out today. Yeah, I, I never heard that. I think this this is big for the Lakers because I was thinking to myself, you know, if LeBron comes to LA, that would be awesome because now he's close to where he can shoot for Space Jam, right? Right. Because it's long been rumored that LeBron was going to do it, and 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 it was just a matter of he just doesn't have the time at this point for it. But him coming to LA would make it happen, and then when I hear that a trailer's coming out, that's when it's like, oh, he's coming. Yeah, definitely. It's funny. Like uh, we were talking earlier about this. It's it makes me uncomfortable how confident I am that there's gonna be a super team because things don't normally go like this. No, not at all. I mean, it it is like that, but you know. For the Lakers, historically, it does. Right. But yeah, I understand where you're coming from. That things have been so bad for for so long that it it, it gets to a point where where it does feel where that it looks like it's happening. For sure. And, yeah, and weirder than anything, it's it's strange that I now feel better about Paul George. I mean, about LeBron than I do about Paul George, which was bizarre. I thought there was no LeBron without Paul George. Now I'm not right. sure if Paul George is coming, and I'm certain LeBron's coming. Yeah, yeah, because. With the amount of cap space we have, you know, the, what we'd have to do to, to bring in three stars, like everyone likes to talk about, you know, like we were talking about last week, you know, we have to lose a lot to, to get that much. And it might mm-hmm. be for us to not, not, if we can land Kawhi and LeBron, it might be better for us not even to get Paul George, maybe, but, or maybe not. I mean, I would never say no to the third best player on the team, <laughs> you know, like, right, right. right. Um, especially when it's of that tier. Um, but it, it's not the end of the world. If, if we can get Kawhi and LeBron, that's, that's the bigger, that's the bigger thing. Um, and, and, and uh, I think relating back to Paul George, we're in a really weird space. Um, it's a little different now that LeBron looks like that he's going to come independently of Paul George, but um, we are in this weird space where, where, Paul George can either be such a hero or such a villain mm-hmm. for the Lakers. It's very strange. And, you know, 
like like me personally, I know I've I've been admiring Paul George from afar for a very long time. And LeBron or no LeBron, if Paul George comes to LA, he will instantly be my favorite player. And th- this right. is just talking from my own fan perspective. He would instantly be my favorite player beyond LeBron, beyond Kawhi, any of that. At the same time, if he doesn't come, man, he'd be one of my most hated players. He would instantly be one of my most hated players. Yeah. How could you how could you say no to the Lakers and LeBron for for Westbrook? Could you imagine if he joins the Celtics? <laughs> oh my god. But, yeah. I was thinking back when I thought that if he doesn't come that LeBron won't come, which I'm not so convinced of anymore. But if that does happen, he he ruined the super team. Mm-hmm. Like he would instantly that's worse than Booker, worse than any of the Celtics. Like he would be my most hated player. He would be he's responsible for just making it all collapse. Right. You know what I mean? In a weird way. So anyway, I, I live on a little bit of extremes because I'm such a Paul George fan. But at the same time, it's like that's how most fans feel at, at one level of extreme or another. That like he, he's either going to be beloved or hated mm-hmm. based on this decision. It's really it's really strange. Yeah, I can't wait to 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 see what what happens. Like. Just the experience last year with like uh, waiting to see if we, if we actually get Lonzo and all this stuff. Like I'm sick, I'm kind of sick of just the waiting and the oh my, is it gonna happen? Is it not gonna happen? I gotta wait till <laughs> the summer after next to know if we're getting PG or whatever. It, like I'm just can't wait for it to all come to an end. And either we're a super team or we're not. I just want to know what's up. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I'm tired of all the rumors. And yeah, rumors are the worst. And, and I, you know, when you said that, you made me think about, I was just thinking about Warriors fans and how easy it must be to be them. Uh-huh. There's no big offseason moves for them. They're also champions, but absent absent the championship, their team's set, and, and there's nothing in the offseason to worry about. I mean, maybe a little bit with Durant, but, like, you'd have to be really paranoid to think that you need to worry. Well, I, I was just complaining about rumors. I did see one earlier today that, or yesterday, I think, that LeBron had texted KD about joining the Lakers. Yeah, do you know who reported that? No, who? Stephen A. Smith. Oh, well then. Yeah. And, well and uh, it was immediately refuted. Uh, I can't remember who, who had the scoop that, that it didn't happen, but yeah. yeah it, um, I wouldn't, yeah. I'd rather Stephen, have someone other than him. Durant? Yeah, yeah. I don't want that snake. <laughs> I mean, like, I'd take him. He's good. I'd take him. Like, I, I'm not above taking a superstar yeah but you know that's like those people that don't want lebron that's so retarded like i hate I, i'm not a big fan of kd now i used to be a fan but after all that soldier snake shit i'm not a fan but i would yeah. take him on my team like you know <laughs> yeah i mean i i don't know i have a hard time blaming kd for for what he did you know yeah i'm, I'm i hate him more for the um the burner accounts <laughs> right Oh, for sure. That's so... Don't do that. Yeah. Just be an adult and don't do that. Yeah. And he's done it multiple times. He's just so... Yeah, he's so petty. And he... He should, he should be a sixer. Yeah. <laughs> oh, why aren't they making a pitch to Durant? They could... You know, well, they gotta, they'd have as good a shot as anyone else who isn't the Warriors. Which means they have no chance. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Um, shifting gears a little bit, uh, we can, we could jump back to free agency, but um, we did have an interesting piece of news today. We could stay a little timely that uh, Lonzo Ball had dealt with 
had, had a torn meniscus mm-hmm. and is kind of rehabbing and he should be ready for training camp when they say it's a minor tear. Um, we we talked briefly about it, but I'll explain why I, I really don't think that's a big deal at all. Um, and, and it's not because, a, you know, a knee injury is a big deal. It is, but I've already fretted over this injury. Like this is, and, and I'll, I'll, I'll go a little bit deeper on this, but I'll start by talking about, um, we've, we haven't talked a whole lot, but, but from a lot of stuff that I've, I've been um, gathering, uh, I've learned a little bit about how to read these, these rumors that come out and, you know, I'm, I'm no expert, but I can just share what I've learned. And, and um, one of the first things you need to do is to ask yourself when you, when you hear a leak, when you need to ask yourself, who does this leak benefit? Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. And so you think about it and, you know, this, this is like a minor injury. You're finding out about it after the fact, like it's probably considerably after the fact, this is probably his diagnosis at the end of the season from what he had earlier in the season. Right. Um, this is what he had to get the PRP injection for. Um, this is exact. That's exactly the kind of minimally invasive procedure you get done when you have uh, an injury that doesn't require surgery. Right. So, why are we hearing this now? Um, that can help us kind of pin down who it can be from. Now, it one thing we do know is it can't be from the Lakers, because if the Lakers did that, that would be a HIPAA violation. Which, um, if you're not familiar with HIPAA, it basically means it um, employers cannot lawfully um, disclose m- private medical information about their employees. Right. Okay. And that, and, and that applies to sports teams as much as it does to janitors. You right. Know? Um, so now you have to ask yourself who else could have leaked this, who would have had this information and who does it benefit? Occam's razor would point us towards Lonzo's camp just because who else would have this information right but beyond that we can ask ourselves does this benefit lonzo's camp and to which you can say you bet your ass it does this is how much damage would big baller brand take if lonzo was shipped out after his first season now yeah after that now imagine him in san antonio Right. So it's a combination of, first of all, the brand's so LA-based. So you lose the LA. You take the hit because you got traded. And then it's even worse because now you're in San Antonio, the complete opposite of, of the Lakers. Right. You know, in, in terms of your branding. So this is an attempt from Lonzo's camp to keep the Spurs away. If you want to trade Kawhi to the Lakers, you better look in Ingram, not not me. That's That's mm. what's going on. Um, that's what I, I, how I see it, um, both from, you know, generally getting a feel of it, but also, um, from what I've heard from other opinions, this was, this is not, you know, new. I, um, some of this information didn't come from my own brain, but, um, you know, you, you go around Lakers Twitter and and I I was, you, you hear a lot of these whispers and, and, uh, that seems to be the deal. So, so the main point being, yeah, and the injury is a big deal, but, you already sweated over it. If you weren't worried about his knee injury a week ago, there's no reason to be worried about it now. You just know that Lonzo doesn't want to go anywhere. And quite, quite frankly, that puts me at ease. Right. Yeah, I don't want him to go anywhere. I, I think he, he, of all the guys that might go, it's definitely him. I think we talked about this already, but he's, he's, he'd be my least, uh, it would make me the most unhappy if he left. Yeah, because he's, he's so fun and he's LA. And 
I don't yeah. Know. There was just so much wrapped up in him. As cool in Hollywood as Kuz is, like there wasn't, like we didn't take for Kuz. He came out of nowhere, right? He we didn't take for him. Yeah, like he's found money. That's nice. If he goes away, well, it's like, well, I never expected him in the first place. Lonzo, we 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 suffered for him. Mm-hmm. So yeah, he's um he's definitely a a must keep. Um. So anyway, any, any other offseason notes? Is something I'm missing before we kind of break and head and, and talk about draft a little bit? Um. I haven't been up to date on the uh, Paul George Sports Center segments. In, okay, I'll talk on that. Anything interesting watched in them. there? I've watched them. Um, you know, uh, the uh, there's a guy, controversial, uh, conservative intellectual, uh, Scott Adams, mm-hmm. uh, who made Dilbert. He's a big Trump guy, so I'm not the biggest fan of him. But he says some right. interesting stuff sometimes. Um, he has he has this idea. He talks about about two different movie theaters, and it, and it's like, or it's like same movie theater, two different movies, or something like that. This idea that like people could be watching the same thing, but like perceive it differently. You know what I mean? It's right. like they're watching two different movies when it's the same thing. Mm-hmm. And uh, uh, that's kind of the vibe I'm getting when I watch it. Because when I watched it, the first episode was whatever, you know. The second episode, he just hob like like he slobs on LA's knobs so hard. <laughs> like he's just talking about, Oh, you know, LA is where I want to be from, you know, place where I'm from. It's home. It's great. The beaches here are great. And he's like, you know, when I grew up and I was, I was, um, you know, imaginary, take, taking imaginary shots to win the game. I wasn't, I wasn't in uh XYZ Jersey. I don't know if he actually said thunder, but I, he might have, but he said, I wasn't, in a, maybe it was like Pacers Jersey. I don't know. But he's like, I was in a Lakers Jersey. Which is funny because I think he was a Clippers fan growing up, but I'm not even going to go into that. Um, well, I, if I remember correctly, he said he he claimed to have like his most of his family and friends and close people to him are Clippers fans. I don't know necessarily that he said he grew up a Clippers fan, although I could be wrong. Interesting. So maybe maybe he was a Lakers fan. Yeah. The point being, the things he was saying seemed very much pointed towards I'm going to L.A you know mm-hmm. um he's probably so he's i remember him saying that kobe like they worship kobe and his family mm-hmm. and considering the clippers didn't get good till later he he i, I i'd be willing to bet he did he was a lakers fan yeah you know, as a young okay. person okay well at least lends a little credence to it but anyway it, it continues on to it, it was it showed about that about him being there then it talked about him talking with aaron Mintz, his agent and uh him breaking down the different amounts of money he can make at different places um what what could make you a little excited as a Thunder fan is that he, he like what they do include in there is the fact that the Thunder can offer more money. But literally out of Paul George's mouth, nothing is positive about the situation in the Thunder until the last couple seconds. And it's his conversation with Dwayne Wade. And they're talking about free agency and 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 what it's like to 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 you know to weigh these options. And Dwayne Wade kind of talks about um he talks about how he was winning scoring titles, but it didn't mean shit to him because he was getting knocked out of the first round and he was sick of it. And so he, t- he decided to team up with LeBron and all that stuff. He tells the story of how they, how they jumped together. And right. Paul George keeps talking about how, you know, winning is important to him and he wants to win. And to me, yeah, as a Lakers fan, I'm thinking, well, that means Lakers, right? And at the very end, he kind of throws in, you know, and I, I feel like we kind of got something going with Russ, you know? Mm-hmm. And so that's the one little positive thing. I when I was watching it, it seemed like he's very much leaning to LA. 
And he's just kind of throwing – and he's setting it up for the big reveal that he's going to L.A. And he's just throwing a little bit about the Thunder to create some suspense or something. You know what I mean? And, and be polite. Um, right. It, it just doesn't seem – like like if you want to – if you're about – I can understand if you're not completely rational as a player because you actually play the game and it's different. But And maybe he thinks that Russ – Russ is the best teammate he's ever had. So he might right. think, you know, hey, I want to do – I want to I want to do it on this team. But – what I'm hearing is, is you know, he's just kind of throwing that out there to create some suspense. But he's loving LA, and he's gonna become come to LA. Um, other people in like uh, on Twitter seem to think that he's more showing love to LA, so that when he chooses the Thunder, it's it's not such a letdown to the fans. He's trying to save face in his own hometown, mm-hmm. which I don't think will will work. Like we're we're gonna hate. <laughs> I think that I think that's gonna do the opposite. It would make people think he he's gonna pick it, and then yeah, it would be more of a disappointment. Whatever, if that was what he's planning, it's a big failure. It was a failure from the start because everybody right. was like, "Man, you you don't do a sport ESPN special to stay in Oklahoma, right? You do it for a big announcement, you know, like like Oklahoma City. Beyond the fact that it's Oklahoma City, just re-signing with your team is not special worthy. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, definitely. But, you know, these news reports I keep hearing about Paul George maybe not coming. Um, I don't know. And, you know, I'm starting to think. I'm, I'm, kind of, I'm kind of putting this idea together in my head on the fly, right? No, this makes sense. Because some of this is, is coming through, through Ramona Shelburne, right? Right. And Ramona Shelburne is very connected to the Lakers. Which means possibly this Paul George stuff is Lakers leaked. Right. And the point being that if you make people think Paul George isn't coming, that means you're going to have cap space to sign Kawhi next summer. So this might all just be a play to put pressure on the Spurs and, and, and tell them, hey, we can wait. Like, you, you, like, you take this offer or, or we'll wait till you lose, lose even more leverage and it'll be a worse offer. Right. I didn't even think of it that way. It, I've been really nervous about the Paul George news, and I and I still am now. But just thinking about that, about it like that, you know, using the rules I outlined, who does this benefit? Um, yeah, man, I, I, I I'm not so sure that this isn't just a big smoke screen. God damn, this shit's so fucking annoying. I know. How like so? How, how long do you think? Uh, like how many days after the? the uh, free agency starts are we gonna know if we're a super team or not definitely i think i odds are very likely it'll happen within 48 hours mm-hmm. i would say it's about i would say it's about maybe a little less than 50 50 maybe like 35 to 40 percent that we know immediately like when the clock strikes midnight maybe 10 minutes after we'll know um i'm definitely ready for that um, we will be ready to record if that happens. Um, but I think within 24 hours, it's a really good chance. I think there's a really good chance within 24 hours, just because I think everybody's tampering the fuck out of each other. And, and right. you know, these three agents. Are. Yeah. And so when the meetings, happen. but I could be wrong. It, it could take a couple of days, but I, I think, I think at least come Monday morning, when everybody gets into work on Monday morning, um, we'll know, we'll know what happened, but we'll right. see. We'll see. Hopefully, hopefully we could pull it off. But uh, yeah, that was that's kind of the long and the skinny of 
the Paul George TV experience. Um, anyway, any, any last thoughts before we uh, we hit break and, and come back and talk about the draft? No. Nope. All right. So let's talk about the draft. All right, let's do it. What are your thoughts? Um, I thought that Doncic should have gone number one. <laughs> <laughs> um, I think that um, that's my biggest. Well, I don't know. I don't know what to think yet, to be honest. I don't. So I, I, I don't necessarily. I'm not going to claim to know the college uh, guys as well as people who are already in the league, you know what I mean? Like, I don't follow yeah. college as closely as the NBA. So, of course, I know about Aiden. You know, I, I know about Doncic, who obviously wasn't in college. He was at Madrid. But um, I know I, I was went as high as he did. I heard a lot of people were down on him after a while. Mm. Yeah, no. Um, he did want to go a little high, but he was the type of player I felt that you either loved him or hated him. Mm-hmm. And eventually, like, you go five teams down, somebody's going to love him enough to make him a top-five pick, right. you know? Um, yeah, so th- that's what makes it tough for projecting this shit. But, like, yeah, he might be – somebody might – so, like, especially in the later rounds, like, the top few picks, you can kind of guess. But if you say you, you're talking about, like, 25, right? A player could be, like, the 35th pl- best player in the draft by consensus. But it only takes, like, one team to think he's, you know, a top-20 player in the draft. And, right, you know, at the twenty fifth pick, and then take them ten spots ahead of what they were expected to go, um, and and that just and that throws a monkey wrench and everything. So yeah, but um, to piggyback on your point, uh, we we kind of talked about this briefly, but something I I kind of noticed, um, it's about our kind of projections of young players and stuff, and it's like unless you're like really tuned in to college basketball, you probably haven't watched these guys a whole lot, right? Like. The guys that I do like and think are going to be good, it's because I watched maybe a game and a half's worth of t- of of uh, play from them. Um, usually just a couple YouTube highlights, and I was thinking, hey, I like how that guy plays. Right, you know right, what right. I mean? Right, and that's so, how I was with Fox. I watched him once, and I liked him. Yeah, and I still and, like him. I'm still a fan. Yeah. <laughs> And and he's he's an electric personality. I'm I'm yeah. yeah I like Fox. He's cool. and he's got the nickname of Dragon Ball Z, which is cool. Um, and even though he's kind of a Lonzo rival, he plays for the Kings, so who gives a shit? Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> what are they um, do? But 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 just to kind of crystallize that last point, it, I I think most people kind of lose track of that, where they get so caught up in trying to be right that they sometimes like root against the player. Like, it's okay to hate a player. I hate Booker, but I don't hate right. him because I thought he was going to be bad. I don't try to, like, ignore that he's good because I want him to be bad. I just hate him because because of the D'Lo thing. And, and um, as I've mentioned before, just, you know, he's kind of by, – by no per- fault of his own, he just kind of showed up D'Lo by being good. You know what right. I mean? Yeah. I was attached to D'Lo. It had nothing to do with him. Anyway, the, the main point being, it's all fun and games to, to, to hate, but uh, I, I think we get caught up in, in – in our own fanship when we, when we look at these prospects, because mostly it was created by fanship. It, it was literally, it wasn't even objective from in the beginning. Right. So um, that was just a, a quick take. I, I wanted to get out on that. Cause, cause I, I was thinking about that. I was like, I meant people need to be more connected to that because people get, get, I don't know. They get really un, in a, unobjective. Definitely. 
about another it. another pick that caught my eye um Colin Sexton oh yeah Re- uh, weird yeah well so I guess we probably should have brought this up in the previous segment but it slipped my mind uh today I read I mean, this is just a rumor I read I don't know if it's credible or not but mm-hmm. supposedly Dan Gilbert has been saying that he wants LeBron to leave so he can get his, he oh, get his God. team back. I saw that today. I, w- I did a little jig when I saw that. Yeah. And and, and uh, Colin Sexton, of course, is, is a, uh, as far as I know, again, I haven't watched the guy like we were just talking about. But from what I understand about him is that he's an on-the-ball player. Yes. So, you know, you don't want to draft a, a, a young and up-and-coming on-the-ball guy when he's not going to have the ball because you got LeBron on your team. Yes, exactly. And it's not even like it that's not the type of player you draft to trade either. Right. You know what I mean? Like Sexton is not I don't think he was that was his draft slot, you know. People people weren't super stoked for Colin Sexton. Mm-hmm. Um like 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 maybe there's a team that loves him out there that you could trade for, you know, if you're trying to make some move to to keep LeBron. But likely, nobody loves him for his upside. They might say, oh, that's a nice prospect. I, I like his ability. But, like, like for example, Michael Porter, yeah, there's a lot of red flags, but his upside is really high. Colin Sexton, I just don't see it. I don't know. But, but again, I only watched him a few times, so what the fuck do I know? Right. <laughs> and the players are surprises all the time anyways. Yeah. No, yeah, I think Donovan Mitchell, Kuzma. Kuzma, yeah. 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 Uh, but... Uh, to kind of piggyback off that and, and bring it bring it back to the Lakers, um, it was interesting that the Cavaliers picked a player. They drafted a player that does not fit with LeBron, where right. the Lakers did. The mm-hmm. Lakers drafted nothing but off-the-ball shooters and stri- a stretch five and mm-hmm. all sorts of good stuff. Which, are are we DOS Lakers now? Um, probably, yeah. <laughs> I guess I guess one of them needs to needs to succeed and become a star, and then and then maybe we're Dust Lakers. But I thought it was funny how, how we picked up we picked up two Germans, which I, I think that was the first time in Lakers history. Uh, probably, I would imagine so. Yeah. On that note, I'm mm-hmm. curious about this about Isaac Bonga because sometimes like Bingo we, Bonga. Yeah, <laughs> I've read like people report it as if he doesn't exist. Like people talk about. Uh, Wagner and they talk about um, Svi, but mm-hmm. in truth, we actually drafted Bonga ahead of Svi. Yes. So but... why is it that nobody's ever talking about Bonga? Like, why do people pretend he doesn't exist? I guess is the question. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I'm actually interested by that too. I, I have a couple of reasons why I would think it hap- it's going on. One is that he's not actually a Laker right now. Um, he's technically a 76er, and and we can't complete that trade until. Um, we can't oh, see that trade until like the fourth July, 4th, well, that... maybe July sixth, something like that. Right. So he's not officially Laker, and 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 I'm not a hundred percent sure that this trade isn't one of those placeholders in case shit goes down and we need to trade Kawhi and make a bunch of moves. You know what I mean? Right. It, it might be a move that we could just say, could you be. know what, never mind. For sure. But I'm not sure. But maybe that, it is one of those. Lot, yeah, I think that's what it is. And then also we might draft and stash him. There's no guarantee. Um, yeah, because you don't want to make a, you know, on the Lakers Twitter thing, they don't want to post anything about a guy who, you know, isn't on the team yet and won't be there for the unveiling of Wagner and Svi. He's not even there yet. Yeah, exactly. So I think that's the reasoning. He's going to be on the summer team. He won't be there for the Sacramento Summer League, but um, he will be around for the uh, Las Vegas Summer League. That's what I'm right. hearing. Is that he'll, be, he'll be on that team, which I'm excited for. 
Um, assuming we keep our young guys, who knows how many we trade away. Uh, everything's in such flux. I can't buy Lakers jerseys because I don't know who's going to be around. Yeah. Um, right. But anyway, uh, what, are your, what are your thoughts on, on the, the two guys, that, the two official guys that the Lakers picked up uh, in well, Wagner and Svi? I, you know, I'm, uh, I'm uh, not fluent, but I speak a little German. And I'm into that. I'm into a German soccer team. And so I'm really excited about uh, Wagner. But to be honest with V, I really I don't know hardly anything about him. All I know is he's a good shooter. Yeah, um, Svi, I name hardly is know. Hard to yeah, I'm just gonna say Svi. It's because it's fun. Mikhailiuk. Uh, yeah, to 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 jump off what you're saying, I honestly I don't know much besides that. I know he shot like 44.7 or something percent from three. Uh-huh. In, in college, and that was, like, best in the nation or best in the draft, something like that. Um, in, in terms of just catch and shoot and, and hit an open shot, I believe he's the best shooter in that draft. Uh, that, that's the way I've heard it described. If it's not, if it's not Trey Young, it's, it's V, and it's probably Svi, just in terms of like, it, open, hit an open three, you know? Right. So I, I know that. I know that he killed it in the workout. Apparently, he just lit, up, lit it up from three. And that's all I knew. And I, I knew going into the draft of this kid named Svi that we may be picking up. Um, I think it's cool when, when you hear about a guy that the team is locked into and they get him. That's, that's, so I was excited when I saw he, he got picked. I was like, shit, yeah, you know? Right. Um, but that's all I can really that's, tell you. That, so yeah, that's how I was with Kuzma. I remember hearing about how Kuzma did really good in the workouts. Mm-hmm. I was like, oh, this guy seems cool. Kyle Kuzma, all right. And then it was like we drafted him. I was like, oh, yeah, I remember that guy. And then he was amazing. So was maybe really cool. he's going to kill it. Yeah. So he's a guy that, like, he's, he's a weird dude. He, he's I don't know how much he's going to play on this team, especially if it's a super team. Uh-huh. I, but there might be a role for him. Like, there's going to be minutes for a guy who's going to hit get buckets. We need right. somebody who can – or not get buckets, but you know, somebody's going to hit their open threes. We don't have a lot of those guys. We need them, and we got them. So um, I, I think he's he can play an important role. But also, he's not very good on defense. He has negative reach, meaning his reach is shorter than his body. Um, he's got little T-Rex arms. And <laughs> and so I, I don't know exactly how, how much playing time he's going to have. I think, you know, you get into a playoff situation, I think he'll get – played off the court he'll get he'll get targeted so right i don't know if he, he can hang on to mention, rookie. tougher rookies anyway right but i'm excited for him Wagner is kind of the same deal he's he's um he's a good shooter um i've seen him in college for several years now and i, I honestly i've been a fan um again i haven't seen enough to really tell you much about his game i know he shoots and i, I just know he has plays with a ton of passion and so i'm excited for guys that get me amped yeah Definitely. So he he's gonna he's gonna be uh, a really cool addition, assuming we keep him. Um, but yeah, I I, I I'm I'm kind of stoked for for this Lakers draft class. If for nothing else, I think they're gonna be a lit um, summer league team. Mm-hmm. And it's fun. Yeah, it, it, summer league is a blast. So, you know what? One more thing about Wagner is he's a lot like Lonzo in that the things he does well, he does really really well. Um, as I understand, like he's he's a really great pick and pop guy. He really just hits it, hits the shots. And um, I think I saw a stat where, like, against c- tougher competition, like he always steps up. Where like his his expected numbers are always lower than his actual numbers hmm. against good teams. But you know that's college. This is going to be LeBron show, hopefully. So, um, mm-hmm. definitely. So so I don't know how that compares, but uh, I'm I'm excited for him. 
Anyway, uh, any last notes on on the draft before we wrap up? No. Cool. That's about it. Thank, thank you, everybody, for listening. Uh, if you like what you heard, please subscribe or comment. It would be awesome for us. And follow us on Lit for Lakers, at Lit for Lakers on Twitter. Um, that's spelled exactly like the show, not with the number, but with F-O-R, Lit for Lakers. Anyway, uh, take care, everyone. See ya.